Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to a very special Marilyn Post podcast where we're going to talk about nothing but the new Star Wars film as every other podcast has done this week. Uh, actually, no, fuck that. Adam, you've seen oh, it, but we're not talking about it. I was there at midnight, so... Yeah. Do you want to tell people what happens at the end? No, I'm not uh, that guy. Does Luke die? Um, does someone die? Darth Vader is Luke's father. <sighs> Bum, bum, <laughs> so all you're getting out of me fucking spoilers 25, 30 years too late how's your week been? Um, yeah it's alright yeah Yeah. Not, nothing to complain about uh, apart from the ulcer I was telling you about my time yeah no yeah not, bad not times bad times I've been, I've been busy but Christmas time isn't it yeah exactly well I've had a rough week but let's not talk about that let's just talk about some football instead <laughs> Man United had a rough week. They lost at home to Norwich City. Unbelievable. Cameron Jerome with his first goal in about 30 games. Man United booed off at half-time being one down. And I'm assuming booed off at full-time being a 2-1 final score. You'd expect so, wouldn't you? Yeah. What? Has that guy carried on talking about his philosophy? Mm. It's, it's not I'm working. I'm not really sure what that means. No. <laughs> not playing any strikers. Seems to be the one. I'll, I'll play Rooney, but that doesn't really count, does it, anymore? I don't, I, I don't know what you are. He's, <laughs> he's in, about, in about two weeks, he's really started to lose them, hasn't he? Yeah. So much so that um, I think he's um, one to eight on to be the next manager to leave. Blimey. Uh, seven shots on target in their last four home games. Yes. Yeah, that that's... is appalling. That is appalling, isn't it? <laughs> that, yeah, that's not going to... I mean, they've been kind of defending their way into the top four all season, but you, you've got to score eventually. And they face uh, they face uh, Stoke at the Britannia next on Boxing Day. That's not going to be an easy ride by any means. No, and a, then, Stoke, a Stoke team that are in some, some form. Yeah, and then Chelsea at Old Trafford two days later. Which that literally anything can happen in that game now. Chelsea have. I mean, I mean, Jose Mourinho could be in charge by then. <laughs> Give me charge of yeah, man, you. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the ratings. Sky would probably put that on box office. <laughs> Twenty nine ninety five as well. Yeah. Up the price for it. I'd pay it. That would be incredible. I mean, if Van Gaal's that short to be sacked. I mean, Van Gaal's had a terrible week. Yes. So in the last in the last week, he's been not. Um, He's lost to Bournemouth. Yeah. Been knocked out in the Champions League. <laughs> then lost to Norwich. In that, in between that time, Jose Mourinho has been sacked and is now looking over his shoulder. <laughs> and then, to, as of today, Pep Guardiola has announced that he won't be staying at Bayern Munich next season. Yeah. Yeah, it could so, not get any worse, could it? For he, he looks over his left shoulder. Jose. <laughs> looks over his right shoulder. Guardiola. <laughs> I'm not sure which one of those is the uh, the angel and the devil, though. 
I think we know. <laughs> I think we know. Yeah, I think we do know. Uh, Man United down to fifth now. Uh, one point above Watford and level on points with Crystal Palace. Uh, they're already well, nine points behind be, Leicester. What should be taken from that is the fact that um, if it wasn't for Leicester, Crystal Palace and Watford would be getting a lot of love. Yes, they would. Yeah, Kike Flores must be loving this. Uh, yeah, they're just they're sliding under the radar. No one cares. Pardew's not loving it. Though. He's probably furious. Oh, definitely. We're, we're sixth, twenty-nine points. Come on. Pardew's telling everyone who'll listen about what he's done. <laughs> yeah, he is. He did his big shop today, and the the, um, <laughs> the the woman at the checkout could not get an up. Could more. Yeah, she missed her tea break because he wouldn't stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She'll tell you just how good Balassi is, though. Uh, yeah, he's having a good, he's having a decent, uh, uh, a decent season. He's had a decent couple of years, isn't he now? Well, yeah, everything Pardew taught him. <laughs> Let's talk about Palace. Every Stoke, it was a good game. Um, it's a good win for Palace to keep them in that race. It's kind of two points dropped, though, I suppose, for Stoke. They were, they were going pretty well before this. They're, they're where we, they drop, always seem to be. You can't drop two points for us. It's either three points. Oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> I've got a cold. I'm all not, over the not place. When you, lose, you can't drop two points and lose the game. <laughs> if, if they could, Stoke find a way to do it. They're currently mid-table. Uh, they're going all right, aren't they? They're not doing too bad. But you, would you expect better with the kind of the, the attacking talent they've got? Uh... No, because by definition, it's not the, the attacking talent they've got isn't the um, it's not the it's not the premium attacking talent that you get, is it? So but that's where you get that inconsistency. Yeah, yeah I, I suppose think, it's kind of a level down, isn't it? I think that they're they're sort of those those players that you kind of hope that that at least one of them will be on form each mm. each week, and you'll be able to get by and. Every once in a while, you're going to have to suck it up where they're all going to be flat. But yeah. when all of them are great, your team's going to be brilliant. Yeah, like in City the other week. Yes, exactly. Exactly like that. And I think that maybe that is playing a little bit into people's minds about when I said that they're on good form. They are on good form. But are mm. they Are they absolutely fantastic? Are they absolutely tearing it up? No. No. Uh, one of these things is not like the others. Van Hinkle, Shakiri, Whelan, Afalai, Arnautovic and Bojan. <laughs> That's the uh, front six for Stoke. How was Glenn, Glenn Whelan still getting that team? <laughs> I suppose someone's got to do the dirty work, haven't they? <laughs> really? Someone's got to not have a Champions League winner's medal. <laughs> <laughs> I'd come to work every day wearing it. Stoke. <laughs> Don't question me. Uh, Bournemouth they beat uh, Watford um, I didn't see this but I did see no, they, didn't. they didn't beat Watford sorry West Brom <laughs> <laughs> do you want to host this I'll just uh, <laughs> I'll just go to bed <laughs> I didn't actually see this but I did saw um, as Greg has pointed out in his email to me that him, he saw on Twitter that someone uh, pointed out that James McLean is a political terrorist I'm not sure what that's got to do. He got, got sent off in this game, but I don't think he did it for any political reasons. Yeah, most people should fuck off. <laughs> yeah, he, he left a nasty tackle in on one of the Bournemouth players to oh, get a straight red that. card. He's got that in him. 
Yeah, that's his. I think his third or fourth red card of his career, and he's not that old yet. So no. you get you get what you get with James McLean. He can be so electric on his day. Off with a smooth, haven't you? Mm. Uh, that was Tony Pugh's hundredth um, Premier League defeat. Which is in context, is that impressive or not? What are we saying? Pretty good going, I'd say. No, what? There's only a hundred, or he's managed to make it to a hundred. <laughs> uh, it's only a hundred. He's been around. In my mind, for the Premier League for a long time. I think Stoke came up around, I want to say 2005, maybe? Um, maybe a little bit later than that? Yeah. Perhaps. It's a, I think it's a few, yeah, maybe 2006, 2007, something like that. But yeah, it's in around 10 years, 100 defeats, it's not, it's not bad going. Yeah, any more than... Any more than, what, 15 a year and you're really in trouble now, aren't you? So, yeah. I'm interested to see how many wins and draws he's got. I imagine there's quite a lot of draws in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to the wins. Uh, but yes, he did lose this one. Bournemouth picked up another win. Up in the 14th it's place their, now, Bournemouth. It's their first away win of the season as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and I think it was important for them to get that win there because we, when we talk about the rest of the results in the, in the bottom half of the table, mm. they all went one way. They pretty much all went one way. Yeah. And uh, apart from what, if they had won that, they would have seen themselves sink. Yeah, they'd and, be just above the bottom three. Because as you look at that table now, Sunderland have been cut adrift a little bit, haven't they? Yeah, there's about five five point gaps to Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a, that is that's, a, that's developing into a large gap. Villa, maybe even larger gap, ten points to Newcastle. But yeah, 19 points from 17 games with Bournemouth. That's, if I was a Bournemouth fan, I'd be over the moon with that. And some of the results that they've had in recent weeks as well. Well, yeah, you've got two games left until you're halfway through the season and you're nearly up to the... And you nearly got your half the points you're one. Yeah. Keep going. You'll be, you should be safe. And taking to the fact that Villa are going to get even less points than half of what they need to survive regularly. And also, remember, a big... Uh, I know that they're maybe not necessarily expected to win all those games, but a big deal was made of the fact that Manchester United was the first marquee team that they had mm. at home. Yes. So they, they, they clearly have some of the harder games, which they can pick, they've shown they can pick up points. Yeah. They're going to be playing at home. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, I'd, I'd be optimistic if I was a Bournemouth fan. I think everyone pretty much wrote them off before the season and they're coming up to have some fun, but they've... They've been a very good account of themselves so far. Wow. <laughs> All of those promoted teams have had life made easy for them by the fact that Villa are just appalling. <laughs> yes. As we know. Yeah. Um, that, was the, that was the evening game on Saturday evening, uh, Villa-Newcastle. The only thing entertaining about this game was the fact that it was raining so heavily that it actually made the game quite fun in a kind of uh, chaos theory kind of way. <laughs> The only thing that would have been better would have been snow, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it really would. Snow and an orange ball. <laughs> well, they were using that Premier League ball, which is like orange and yellow oh. and green and all sorts. It's not a nice football. It's like a headache. In a it is. Yeah. It's a headache in a football. That's what it that is. ball and these two teams, that weather. <laughs> That's a hangover. <laughs> I'm wondering what... Um, kind of viewing figures that got as opposed to the Strictly Come Dancing final last night. Sure. <laughs> I think Strictly, strictly Marching an uptake in figures yesterday. 
Uh, Colagini scores for Newcastle with an uh, incredible slice, which was made even better by the fact that Guzan just kind of let the ball slide across his body and into the net. It's one of the worst pieces of keeping I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jordan Ayew equalised with a, a pretty good goal as well. So it's the first point for Villa in a, a few weeks. Uh, Newcastle, though, they, like you say, you've got that cushion, but Let's 17... Villa need more than points as well. <laughs> yes. More than points singular, anyway. <laughs> yeah, they need some sort of Christmas miracle. And then January, February, March, April, May miracle as well. <laughs> Luckily, Easter's early, so an Easter miracle would be good for them right now. <laughs> there you go, Villa fans. Look out for Easter. That's when your season's going to turn around. <laughs> Get yourself an Easter miracle. <laughs> uh, Tottenham travelled to Southampton and... Comfortably dispatched Saints 2-0 win Harry Kane and Deli Alley. Pochettino doing it for England That was Harry Kane's 100th Tottenham goal as well Oh sorry his 100th appearance sorry, say, <laughs> Seems like a lot but sure They're probably, I'm definitely counting the youth team games there as well Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the ones he played for Arsenal Yeah <laughs> And on loan at Leicester and other places the Saints though uh, Greg emailed me his thoughts before and obviously he's coming from a Pompey fan but he says uh, they should be looking over their shoulders they've got some tough fixtures coming up and they're not playing great at the minute Saints they're not no they're in 12th currently but only for 4 points above uh, Newcastle they're, yeah they're in a quite a tough sort of situation at the minute yeah they could they could they could slide down and be in a bit of danger, but my mentality would always be that some of those teams are awful. Yeah, <laughs> that's mine as well. You look down the table, you think, yeah, well, they can just, beat them. Well, they're better than them, anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're, how, how, four, what was it, four points off Newcastle, but yeah. can you really see Newcastle picking up five points, and <laughs> points, any time soon, I think? No. Definitely not. Especially, especially because they just played Villa. It's not like <laughs> that game is not coming around anytime soon. <laughs> uh, Saints travel to. Uh, sorry, Saints are at home on Boxing Day uh, against Arsenal. So this is another tr- tricky game for them. Tottenham uh, are against Norwich on Saturday. So Tottenham should continue their decent run, really, you think? They should do it. This is a bit of a time. The time of the year they went. In a league that's unpredictable as it is, form's going to go out the window, isn't it? It's, I don't know what to expect in the next couple of weeks. No, this many games this close as well. It's one of those where you, you have to keep a real good eye on your dream team as well. The amount of games teams are playing in weeks and stuff. You can easily yeah. miss uh, miss lots of points. Yes, or just exactly. leave people like Igalo on the bench like I did today. <laughs> Didn't even need him. No? <laughs> Definitely did. Got 28 points. Oh, Everyone else in my league's got at least 70 this week. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes. It's been a very bad week. Yeah, and just no, topped I, it off, basically. I didn't enjoy a guy scoring on those points because, <laughs> because I haven't got him. So oh. lots of other people do, like you said, same problem. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Everton. They, uh, the latest victims of the rampaging Leicester City. Mara's with two penalties. We can't defend. No, it was an entertaining game. Um, that's for sure. It should have been on kind of. 
they should have the sort of the NFL rules where they can choose to flex a game out and put it on later because I think everyone in the country would have preferred to watch this than Newcastle Villa. Yes. Uh, half past five. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Lukaku's is he going to break Jamie Vardy's record already? That's what we're all, that's uh, we're, that's what we're all about. We're full steam behind that. That'd be amazing. That's all we want to do. <laughs> it would be incredible. Has he got eight, is it eight consecutive now? Uh, I, I'm not sure if it's seven or eight. I thought it was seven. Wow. Right. I mean, he's done this completely kind of under the radar as well, sort of. Everyone's been focusing on Vardy, and he's just been plugging away. Yeah, I, I think it's, he's, it's not that under the radar, because I think even last week, Sky bet Rosso was on him. Oh, really? Yeah, to break the record. Oh, okay. Um, some but, stats um, from... Sorry, oh, well, what do you Everton can't defend is that the problem because I mean that, that back four of Howard Coleman Stone Baines and then you've got that uh, Maury chap yeah in well, there where, where is the problem in that lot? or is it Martinez I, I would say it's Tim Howard really yeah he's been quite poor recently uh, who's your reserves uh, Joel isn't it yeah He's, he, they've kind of been in and out all season, haven't they, the pair of them? Um, I think that was more through... Um, the injury. Injuries and stuff, yeah. I don't think there's huge performance reasons, but... Oh, no. I do wonder if it's starting to become times when you ha- we might have to think about looking beyond him, Howard. Oh, OK. There's, uh, I listened to a podcast this week. Um, <laughs> uh, Gareth Barry was described as Everton's Perlow. Thoughts? Uh, <laughs> not going to dignify that with an answer. <laughs> he didn't go into it. I'm assuming it's because of the pace that they run at, maybe? Yeah, I can see that. That makes that works. That's the likeness but, that I drew from the that. Lack, the lack of running. <laughs> yes, I think exactly. Honestly, he's going to be not, lo- not long for that team because uh, now Cleverly's back. Mm. He's been playing alongside Cleverly, but... Um, James, while James McCarthy's been out injured, but I think that that's some the, the options is you've got that you've got Besic. I think that yeah, he doesn't play enough for me. Besic, I, 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 he's very nice footballer. He's mental. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I do like that bit of chaos though. He's unstable. Yeah, <laughs> it brings an excitement to a game knowing that at any moment he just go off. I suppose at the same time you kind of expect at any point for um. For, for Barry's a, at least a guaranteed yellow card, whereas yeah, exactly. scenario, you just, you just you're just chancing your arm that there might be a red card. <laughs> yeah, message can go two or three games without yellow, but then get a red for yeah. assaulting someone. <laughs> but no, I think uh, Everton they're, they're kind of below where I expected them to be this season. But that's only because teams dropped, like we've dropped what, too many points in games we should have won. We should have beaten Norwich. We should have beaten Bournemouth. Yeah, he should have beaten um, Crystal Palace. Yeah, eight draws this season is the most in the league. Yeah, too many. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's just convert a few of them into wins, and you're right up in that's the mix, because, really. It's because we look good going forward, but we, I, I, I would have no idea how many clean sheets we've got, but I can't imagine it's many. Uh, no, I can't see from the, the league table, but twenty four against thirty four four. It's uh, thirty one four. It's you're kind of in the in the middle of the pack with goals against 
Um, where shall we go to next? Should we talk about Liverpool? They're just above Everton in the league. Um, they had a very fun Sunday, didn't they? <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> Chris and Mark actually on the, the Extra Time podcast did predict that Liverpool would lose this game, and they were bang on. Was um, was Mignolet dropped for performance reasons? or? I'm not entirely sure, but I'm guessing... Oh, no, sorry, he has a hamstring injury, according to the BBC. Oh, right, okay. They better be hoping that sorts itself out pretty quick because Adam Bogdan is... He's no Brad Jones, is he? To be fair, that first goal shouldn't have counted. That was kicked out of his hands. Yes. Yeah, he can't, he can't really be blamed for that. It is a foul. No. But he didn't cover himself in glory for the rest of the game, though, really. No, but then that second goal shouldn't have happened because... That second goal only happens because Martin Skirtle is atrocious. And <laughs> Liverpool was so... Uh, the word I used to describe it, I couldn't work out if it was clumsy or lazy. I think clumsy more than anything. They were definitely terrible. Yes. They're, they're so susceptible. Skirton and Sarko, on their day, can be brilliant, but more often than not, one of them has a wreck in him. Yeah. And it costs them. That's... If they're going to be re- rebuilding uh, with Klopp in the summer, that's where they need to look at first. That that back five really. I mean, Klein's a good player. Uh, I don't think they've ever really replaced Jose um, Enrique at left back. Yeah, Moreno's okay, but yeah, Sarko Skirtle, and if one of those two goes down, Colo Torre's in, and then you're in real trouble. Wow, we 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 were in the pub today, but watching the game, making fun of the fact that Colo Torre is about to come on, and, instead, <laughs> and he, he he actually chose to put Emre Chan there instead of that. <laughs> Yeah, you can't get onto a game a midfielder's taking your position in the team. But why is Klopp not picking a team without any strikers? It doesn't make sense, does it? He's got Benteke on the bench and Origi on the bench and Jordan Ibe as well. Three Benteke attacking must, players. Benteke must be thinking of wondering what he's done. Yeah. Kind of heralded as a hero at Villa. And and at the same point, I'd say that it was an odd it was an odd decision in the first place, I always thought. I'd, yeah. I, I couldn't see how how he fit in when Rogers signed him. I think he's even less of a fit now that he's under Klopp. <laughs> yeah. So it's very unfortunate for him. I think what Klopp wants desperately is Sturridge to be able to play football. But he just seems to be forever injured now. For more than a fortnight. <laughs> yeah. That's not really enough unless you're an Arsenal player. You need yeah. to do it more consistently. Uh, they've got they've got some issues, Liverpool. I think a lot of Liverpool fans maybe thought, oh, Klopp's now. Klopp's here now, we, we'll be fine. He's going to have to spend some money on that team. Yeah. Agreed. Maybe, uh, maybe bring some of his former Dortmund players over to him because I think they need a bit of stability in the central midfield as well. Lucas doesn't seem to be the player he was a few years back. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, a striker. Yeah, a goalkeeper. <laughs> Literally every position in the field, I'll, apart from least... Nathaniel Klein. At least one centre half, yeah. They, <laughs> they you got Klein and Emre Chan, and you're good. Everyone else is replacing. Watford, though, we've done it same as everyone else has done. They, they've just beaten Liverpool three 0 We've not even talked about them. True, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, Unbelievable. Um, and like you said, they're what a point behind Man United. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they not, got, get any, um, not getting any respect here. I think Aguilar's got 15 goals this season. Or not far off that. He's right up behind Jamie Vardy and uh, Lukaku in terms of goal scoring. Yes, yeah. 
Um, Madness. What's so strange, I find so strange about him is that he was very much second fiddle to Troy Deeney before, wasn't he? Yeah, definitely. Last season was all about Deeney. This wasn't someone who tore up the championship. No, but this team is the team that played in the championship. Bar adding someone like Nathan Aki and Etienne Capoue. That's that's it. This team played in the championship last season. Yeah. And didn't really set it on fire, but they'd they'd come up. uh, Maybe the change of manager helped. But yeah, unbelievable. They're fighting for a European place in their first season of the Premier League. And they're just getting to to be there quietly getting on with their work, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. They must hope this Leicester thing just runs and runs and runs. Uh, what other games have we missed? Uh, oh, Chelsea won a game, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would have started the show with a Chelsea normally last season. They beat Sunderland 3-1. Relegation um, six-pointer. <laughs> Chelsea fans had their banners back, didn't they? Oh, gosh. <laughs> but that, that's just one, one thing, making fun of the banners. But also, did you hit it on Soccer Saturday? They made a bit pointed remarks about how the fact that Hazard and Costa were both substituted and both booed off the pitch. Yeah. And then fans started singing Jose Mourinho. Oh, <laughs> that banner also was so badly spelt. Oh, God. I don't want to talk about the ba- that banner. That banner was <laughs> terrible. The way it was written, the way it was, oh, the execution was terrible. Uh, are they rats? Are they bats? Who's Hazard? Everything about it was terrible. <laughs> Why were the numbers in commas? <laughs> Just leave your bed sheets alone, Chelsea fans. I mean, I've got so many questions. <laughs> a lot of Chelsea fans are quite torn, though. They didn't want to see the back of Jose, and they kind of blame this season on the players. The players, yeah. Which he is, isn't it? There's... Which is why I have a bit of grudging respect for them for singing Jose Mourinho's name. Yeah. A lot of the fans chanted where the fuck were you were we were shit as well to the Chelsea players. Which is quite nice, especially I think it's after Pedro scored. But uh is it Hiddink is now back, is he to the end of the season? Uh yeah, I believe so, yeah. So, uh, I mean there's not many better out there in the world that are available for them right now. Especially with uh, Angelotti confirmed he's taken over at Bayern, hasn't he, as well? So. He, won, he won them in FA Cup as well, didn't he, last time? Yeah. <laughs> they just kind of just... Chelsea just hit shuffle on their, on their six-manager playlist <laughs> every couple of seasons. <laughs> You're bound to get repeats. I mean, um, there was talk that... Um, that uh, what's his name? The um, AVB was going to... Wasn't mm-hmm. going to stay at Zenit beyond this season, and obviously the <laughs> Russian, Russian season's over. So there's every chance that Zenit he could be back at Zenit soon, um, back at Chelsea soon. <laughs> probably still being, they're probably all still being paid by Chelsea. To be fair, it's mad, isn't it? They get paid their compensation weekly as well, rather than one big payout. Awesome. And they get paid it until they find another job. What is the incentive to find another job? Yeah, just you're getting paid just... weekly to do nothing. <laughs> To go and watch football, Jose was at the uh, Brighton game on Tuesday night, which led to hilariously some Brighton fans thinking that he's going to take over at Brighton. But, awesome, uh, yeah. Yeah, probably not. Uh, I like. I did like him, like just like as Van Gaal's having, like I said about Van Gaal having a bad time. As that's mm. going on, he he releases via his agent a statement saying that he's um, <laughs> that he's not going to take a sabbatical. <laughs> 
basically said, yep, I'm coming after you. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm coming after your job, Louis. Here's mine. Look behind you. It wouldn't even be that mad, though, would it, if they got rid of him this weekend and Jose took over before Boxing Day game? Oh, be, wouldn't it be the best? It would be so fun. Come on. <laughs> I really hope that happens. Actually. Come on, United. For everyone. <laughs> One thing that Chelsea did do, which Jose didn't, hadn't done a lot this season, is they played Oscar. And he was kind of influential in running the game. I was a big fan of Oscars last season, but he never really kind of featured much this season. I mean, yeah, but we could talk about how different or better Chelsea were, but let's take a, a moment to remember that this is against Sunderland. Sunderland, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, looking at that Sunderland team is dreadful. Free win Sunderland, is that? Yeah, he started with uh, five, six defenders on the pitch and two defensive midfielders. Jesus, how did he get that many defenders on the pitch? <laughs> Was he playing one in goal? Well, yeah, he had Tillman in goal, then he had Jones, Quartes, O'Shea, Kabul, Van Arnholt. Oh, sorry, five defenders, two defensive midfielders, and then uh, three other players on the pitch. So, what did he do? Play a back three with wing backs and then, oh. Yeah, three centre backs, two wing backs, two defensive midfielders. It went well for you, yeah. <laughs> Some solid defence there. As teams have shown this season, go and attack Chelsea. They're vulnerable. Yeah, that's, how, that's not how Bournemouth did it, was it? <laughs> no, they certainly didn't pack their own box. <laughs> uh, I think we have just got uh, the last game from today to talk about. So, uh, Swansea nil, West Ham nil. Uh, you watch this one, Adam. Anything, anything of um, note from this? Um, I saw Greg and Tom were complaining about it on... Well, Tom especially was complaining about it on a... Well, our chat, I thought it was the archetypal Premier League game. Yeah. So, um, there were very few moments of quality. Yep. But it was... Lots of effort. Lots of effort. Very attacking as well. Like, Swansea carved up West Ham. Absolutely yeah. carved them up. But just had no final product. <sighs> whether that be a pass or a shot. Yeah. They had, um, at one point, I'm not sure how it ended up, probably only a slightly more than this, at one point towards the end of the game, Swansea had had 20 attempts <laughs> to, to West Ham's 10, Jesus. but only had. But both teams had two shots on target. Yes, it finished that, 21 shots to 11, both two on target. That's how bad wow. Swansea had been. Swansea had, yeah, 75% possession in this game. Yeah. <laughs> um, and every time West Ham went forward, that was when Swansea looked at their most dangerous. Because <laughs> they looked like they could hit them on the attack, but... West Ham defended so deep that I can't remember a single instance where um, when Swansea were able to get in behind their back four. Really? Good God. So, um, all in all to them, it was... Uh, I, I don't, don't know whether it was a good performance. I, points I noted was Swansea were all black, um, were all white. Yeah. But beyond the touchline, they paint the pitch black. Really? That's a terrible idea. That is. They had um, players who clearly slid into touch and were, had their shirt and shorts all covered in black paint. <laughs> no one's thought that through. No. <laughs> and then towards the end of the game, after I'd been drinking more and more, I noticed that they were wearing gold numbers. And yes. frankly, yeah. frankly, only the champions should be allowed to do that. So they deserve everything coming their way. Yeah, they have gold uh, Adidas stripes as well. Uh, 
<laughs> if that's part of your kit, that's part of your kit. But gold numbers is a step too far. Yes, uh, next step's the gold Premier League logo, and then you've yeah. really gone too far. <laughs> you've got to earn that. <laughs> well, that's the uh, Premier League rounded up. I'll quickly. I feel like we've missed a game, Russ. Have we not missed a game? Have we missed? I'll take your word for it. I wouldn't. I'm high on drugs. <laughs> flu, flu drugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, <laughs> Sunderland. Everton, Leicester, Man United, Norwich. No, that's it. Okay. Wow. Let's. I'll quickly mention that Leeds beat Preston. Uh, uh, Leeds managed a one-nil win um, against a ten-man Preston team who had a seventeen-year-old goalkeeper making his debut. So at home as well uh, for Leeds. So very impressive one-nil victory there. There was no goal as well. We didn't even score. So that's uh, everything that went wrong for Preston did go wrong. A um, win's a win, doesn't? It? Was it what? Was it Colin saying that that puts you now like five points off the playoffs? Yeah, the championship's fucking mental. We are five points off the playoffs, uh, and now ten points off the drop after last week being like four points off the drop and ten points off the playoffs. Makes sense. It's a crazy league. It's a crazy league. We've got a Forest on Boxing Day. They're one point below us. I've literally no idea how that game will go. <laughs> Could never predict those. Um, what happened in Spain today? Did Real Madrid go mental? This is fantastic. <laughs> uh, they went 1-0 up against Rio Vallecano. Right. Then in in four minutes, I think it was, Yeah. Rio Vallecano scored two goals and had a player sent off. <laughs> Excellent. So they went 2-1 up. They yeah. then had another player sent off and finished the game by losing 10-2. <laughs> Uh, in Greg's email he points out he says fair, fair play to Rio for not caring about uh, being down to nine men after 25 minutes and conceding every nine minutes after that throwing <laughs> everyone forward at every opportunity yeah it was mental but they're just going for it not giving the fact that they were down to nine men yeah they weren't giving a solitary shit <laughs> fair play to them then that's what, yeah what's the worst that's going to happen if you sit back and defend you'll lose 6-0 or 6-2 just go, yeah, just go for it. Fair play to them. Did you see uh, Massimo Macaroni's uh, goal celebration in Syria this weekend? No. He had a beer in the middle of the game. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think he just scored. And uh, yeah, he was running off and his celebration involved a beer. Which Did he then get done for like performance enhancing drugs or something? <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't been done so far, no, but um, he he plays I, for Empoli. I assume beer isn't performance enhancing, but you never know. Probably no, probably not, no. It depends what performance you're after. Yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah, he, he just scored and he ran up to the, uh, up to the stands and he, he grabbed the beer out of some guy's hand and had a big old sip of it. Give it back to him. As you do. <laughs> See, that's why we can't have beer in, uh, in games in England. Oh, can you that. imagine? <laughs> that Sunderland team would be pissed off. <laughs> to be fair, if you're only allowing it for, for goal celebrations, it might be the motivation they need. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, know, you have spirits. Top of, the, top of the league. You have spirits and cocaine if you score a goal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in League 1, PSG are 20 points clear. Should we just call this league now? It's over, isn't it, surely? Yeah, that's done. <laughs> Waste of time. 
Uh, Barcelona have won 50 games in 2015. That's that's a lot of games. It is, yeah. Uh, Greg's pointing out to us that it took Pompey three and a half years to win 50 games. And to, to make another point of that, they play in the, in the leagues where there's lots of teams. They play a lot more, probably play more games. Yeah. We have joke competitions like the Johnston Paint Trophy. <laughs> Imagine if, if Barcelona got a play in that, they'd win all the time. <laughs> yeah, they'd be able to... I mean, just in 2015, so that's not even counting the Champions League group stages. It's just the knockout rounds, isn't it? So, what do you mean? We just had the group stages, us. No, I mean, in... Uh, like including, oh, including last season's uh, knockout stages, sorry. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. And this they season, win, yeah. To be fair, they did win the competition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My takeaway from that is uh, Barcelona, very good at football. Oh, interesting. Controversial, I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, do we have anything else this week apart from, we should really mention, uh, Jimmy Hill passed away, didn't he? Yeah. He was 89 yeah. years old, I think. And he yeah, was suffering he was, yeah, from yeah. Alzheimer's as well. I wasn't aware that he was suffering from Alzheimer's. No, I only saw that in some of the obituaries uh, in the paper today. But... Um... He obviously did so much for football in so many ways. He's that was... kind of responsible for how football is now, isn't he, in some ways? Yeah, well, as I said, you heard them talk about it more and more, and they're talking about how three points for a win yeah. was introduced by him. He he was responsible for being in charge of the union when they um, eradicated the minimum, the maximum wage. Yeah. Um, and then he was the host of Match of the Day. Yes. Well, that's about taking into account his own playing career. Yeah, exactly. And a short managerial career as well, I think. So. Done everything in the game. Yeah, it'd be uh, obviously not been kind of uh, in the public eye for a long time, but it's a, a legend of the game would be uh, sadly missed. Um, with that sad news, um, I'm going to pressure you all even more by saying that's the end of this week's podcast. I don't think we've yeah, got anything else, have we? No, we're done. Wow. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> this is our last podcast before Christmas, obviously. Um, we will be back uh, probably the week after Christmas now, uh, the first week of January probably, <coughs> just because of people's schedules. Um, I've no idea what Chris and Mark are planning for extra time. Uh, Mark is, I think he's still waiting for his baby to be born. I think he's about five or six days late now, so he's uh, his life's about to become a lot more tricky. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's exhibit A. He's got no idea. <laughs> yeah, I spent two hours <laughs> trying to get my daughter to bed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so good luck to Mark in his uh, impending fatherhood. And make sure you do listen to the Extra Strong podcast. Uh, him and Chris discuss uh, names for the baby on this week's show. Um, Adam, if people want to contact you on Twitter what address would they use uh, Adam SA 101 and if you want to talk to me you talk to me at Rossbell1984 uh, we are as a collective on Twitter at Man on the Post um, we are on iTunes if that's where you find us please leave us a, even if it's just a rate just give us five stars you don't have to leave a review just the rating would uh, give us some more visibility <laughs> and then uh, yes we shall return in the new year Brand spanking new podcasts, better than ever. I say that, no guarantee of that, I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Colin, Greg and Tom will probably be joining us depending on how much more they annoy me and Adam in the next couple of weeks they might not even be brand new to be fair we might just start putting out old ones and see if anyone notices <laughs> I don't think they will Jack, we could just edit old bits together we've probably done it all now I might re-release last year's Christmas podcast this week and <laughs> see <laughs> if anyone realises we, we must have done it all so we could probably just piece it all together I might release them all in one day just oh god ruin um, people's data allowances over Christmas yeah uh, <laughs> Football Weekly did that didn't Americanis do it to you as well yeah lots of yeah <laughs> see happy. we care about our listeners here at Man on the Post I don't do that to you I could do that to you <laughs> that sounds like a threat power. doesn't it with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> exactly right so it is goodbye from me it's a, have a, I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year uh, it's a goodbye from Adam bye and until we return always remember to have your man on the post yeah.